You a dreamer? I don't see too many of you around lately. Dream is destiny. Things have been tough lately for dreamers. They say dreaming's dead. No one does it anymore. It's not dead, it's just it's been forgotten. Removed from our language. Nobody teaches it, so no one knows it exists. Maybe Cole built a bridge between the waking world and the dream world. The collective unconscious. I think I had a dream later about this. Now, when you dream, you are paralyzed. You cannot move when you dream. I had the same dream. So we are paralyzed when we dream. Actually do this. You can actually direct the course of your dream. You have no dream, Captain. We are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of dreams. And now, dreams. Andrew Keel Land. Android 138 Flatline Audio 138. In dreams, your dreams miss you. An audio exploration. Episode 6. December 31st, 19 to January 1st, 20 Dream 51 Daytime Slash Summer. I was in Broadhead, standing in my parents' garage, with John D. and Doug A. We were just hanging out and talking. We slowly walked, and talked, down the driveway, and stood next to my parents' car, the Black Cavalier. They were talking about taking a trip to Brainerd, Minnesota for a few days, and wanted me to come with. I said that I wanted to, but I couldn't go. We walk some more, they leave, and I go into my parents' house, with plans to see them later that evening. When I go inside, I find out that the dogs had just gotten out of our backyard, and were now running around the neighborhood. I go outside and look for them. There was a scene where Arlo and Zuzu were running down the sidewalk somewhere in town and stop in front of a house with a big picture window on the second floor. It had a bulldog in the window of that room that was barking at our dogs as they ran by. This makes the dogs stop, and they start barking back at the dog in the window. The bulldog then jumps out the window, shattering a hole in it to get out, fall on the grass, gets up, and starts to run down the sidewalk with our dogs. The bulldog seemed fine even though it was all cut up and bloody from the jump through the window, and the hit to the ground. All three dogs continued to run down the block. I got called over to the person's house who owned the bulldog. I was standing in his house, in the room with the broken window. The owner was bent on one knee, looking at the broken window, and picked up a pile of broken glass in his hand. He then looked over at me, and we both looked out the broken window, and down the block, in amazed confusion. Dream ends. Flatline audio, 138. Flatline audio. The 1st of June, 2020 to the 1st of July, 2020, Dream 52. Daytime. I was at my cottage with a bunch of people from Broadhead. Oh, first, it was Paul and I outside the cottage, working on a wood project for Mike C, on the fire pit side. We were under a festival-style tent working on whatever it was. We finished it, and Paul left in the blue truck to deliver it to Mike C and was gone the rest of the dream. Then, I was there at the cottage, and a bunch of people from Broadhead showed up. 
Duggan, Brandon S, Preston U, Joe C, Dane C, Becky R, Benji, Daniela O, and some random people that I had never seen before. We were all inside the cottage getting wasted and partying. Then, I don't know if it was later that day or the next morning, but I was in Broadhead driving Nancy S gray truck toward her house on a back street. Robert was in the passenger seat, and a Latino man, who I had never seen before, was in the back seat behind Rob. I wasn't driving very fast, but the truck suddenly toward the curb and stopped. When I tried to turn the wheel and back up, it was very hard to turn, like the steering column had locked up. I eventually got it, and I backed up and straightened out on the street, and stopped for a minute. Just then, the man in the back seat, who was looking out the back window, yelled and said, Hey! Holy crap man! You hit someone, look, you've killed him! I looked around in confusion, because I wasn't driving very fast, certainly not even fast enough to kill someone. But I looked behind me, from my driver's side window, and saw a body lying in the road. It was very odd. There was no blood or injury that I saw. He was just lying there on his stomach, like how someone would sleep, but in the middle of the street. No blood, but for some reason, just his skull, laying shiny and white, was sitting just in front of his body on the road. I was very confused. The man in the back seat starts to freak out, saying, Crap, what are you going to do? You have to turn yourself in, man. Are you gonna turn yourself in? What are you gonna do? Rob was just confused sitting in the seat next to me, and there I sat, completely confused and bewildered, almost laughing at how fake and cartoonish it all felt. We all sat in the road for a minute in confusion, as the dream faded out. Dream ends. Flatline audio. 138 1-25-20 Dream 53 Two-Part Dream Part 1, Night Time I was at work. It was at a job that I have now, only the restaurant and kitchen was about 10 times bigger. I was cooking in the kitchen, and was the only one there. It was extremely busy, with tickets for food constantly coming in as I was cooking. This was odd, because there was actually no other person in the building at all, and all but the kitchen lights, were off. I looked annoyed and irritated, but I just kept taking the tickets out of the machine as they came in and continuing to cook. Part 2, Daytime. I was in some sort of arctic landscape, running Black through line. the snow really fast, towards something, like I was in a race, but it was just me. I ran up this mountain, or steep hill. Halfway up, the bottom half of my body, up to my armpits, fell through the snow. I pulled myself up out of the hole, and continued bolting up this mountain that came to a cliff at the top, and looked over a flat, snowy, landscape. As I reached the top, I continued running as fast as I could, and leaped off of the cliff. I landed on a polar bear, but this polar bear was gigantic, and walking on its hind legs like a human. It 
it was taller than the cliff that I had just jumped off. As I landed and grabbed on, I started to climb up as this thing was walking. It was kind of like the video game, Shadow of the Colossus. Dream ends. Flatline Audio, Wood 38. February 16, 20 to February 17, 20 Dream 54. I was on the side of a mountain with a group of people. It was one long thin trail on the side of the mountain that dropped off the side. We were fighting with people and were clinging to the side of the cliff, while also trying not to fall off. While holding onto the side of the cliff, we were trying to kick and punch at the people to knock them down the side of the mountain to the ground. The song Crawl Like a Worm was playing, which is an actual song, or at least the lyrics to one. It was a little different though. It was a lot faster, and went like this, crawl, like a worm, crawl like a worm, crawl like a goddamn worm, which isn't how the actual song goes. It was faster, like a punk song. The other people fell off of the mountain. Three ends. I woke up, because I had kicked the metal dresser at the side of my bed, really hard, good morning. Audio, March 6, 20 to March 7, 20, 6 a.m. Dream 55, two-part dream. Part 1, daytime slash summer. I was at Dean P.S. house in Broadhead, in a computer room, where I was at the computer, an old desktop, using the dial-up. It was daytime, in the middle of summer. I was searching for something online. There was then a flashback to a few minutes earlier, when I showed up at their front door, Carol answered, we talked for a minute, I asked about using the computer quick, she agreed, and let me in. Then, I'm back at the computer again, same as the first part of the dream. I downloaded a file, saved it to a flash drive, deleted the browsing history, and left the computer room. I then left out the front door. Part 2 Daytime Slash Summer After leaving Carol P.S. house, out the front door, with the file that I had downloaded, I was then at, what apparently was Tony W.S. house, also in Broadhead. The same thing here. I was using their computer, downloaded a file, saved it to a flash drive, and left the computer room. I walked through a hallway, said goodbye, and thank you to Mr. And continued to a sliding glass door that led outside. As I walked through the hall, to my right, just before the glass doors, was the kitchen. Tony was in the kitchen, and saw me walk past, said hello quick and we both said hello and goodbye as I walked to the glass doors, opened the sliding door, and left out of the house. The Meyer Hawthorne song, The Walk, was playing the whole time, through both parts of this dream. Dream ends. March 20th, 20 to March 21st, 20 Dream 56. Daytime. I was in a house that I have never been in before. It was me, Dane, Mom, Paul, Tashana, and Janet. It was like we were house-sitting or something. Some people were watching TV. Mom, Paul, and Tashana. Janet was walking around the house, as were Dane and I, but in separate parts. Janet opens a door to a room or hallway, that had an open second level, 
looks up, and there is a huge Bengal tiger staring at her. It starts to growl, and look ready to pounce. She screams, and shuts the door really fast. She runs into the living room, saying oh my god, there's a tiger in the house. Everyone on the couch watching TV, are confused, saying what are you talking about? There's a tiger in the house, she screams. They all go check it out, open the door, and now this tiger has free range of the house, and is chasing them around. Dane and I, in a different part of the house, unaware of the first tiger, open a door and there is another tiger. So, now, we are all running around the house from two tigers that were chasing us. We all run around the house separately for a while, until we all meet back up in the living room, but so do the two tigers. One was on each side of the room entrances, walking slowly toward us, and then both run and jump on one of us. One on Paul, one on me. But, it turns out they acted just like house cats, and didn't want to harm anyone. They were really friendly. We then played around on the floor, with these house cat tigers, with the TV on, and continued hanging out as we were before. Dream ends. March 21st, 20 to March 22nd, 20 Dream 57 Daytime. I was in my hometown, over by the road leading to the bike trail toward Albany. I was walking on the road toward, and into Broadhead, past the back of John D.S. Parent's house. As I was walking, something ran out of a cornfield on the other side of the road I was on. It chased me down the road further until I got to Ed H.S. old house, it must have been while they still were Ed and Dane were standing and talking in the gravel driveway, by the pool house, as I ran up to them. They barely had time to say, hey, when I just immediately blurted out, hey, guys, listen, this sounds insane, but there is a short, 16-bit, Lukong after me. He's really fast, so we gotta go. As they reacted by laughing hysterically saying, what? I responded with, no I know, but seriously, we gotta go. Just then, he comes running at us, shooting his fireball and bicycle kicking at us, making all the noises he does in the game. We all take off running as he chases us, a short, about 3 foot tall, 16 bit Lucan. Dream ends. Flatline audio. Wood 3-25-20-3-26-20 Dream 58 2 Part Dream Part 1 Daytime I was out front of the elementary school in my hometown, with Dane C. There were no kids inside, just a bunch of adults. Someone threw a canister through a vent in the ground underneath the bench that Dane and I were sitting on, in front of the school wall and doors. It looked like a strange bomb. Gas started coming out of it, when it opened we quickly realized that it was full of huge wasps that started attacking everyone, as they all came out of the school. We hid inside and watched through the window, where everyone was getting attacked by these crazy wasp bees. No one tried to get inside, we then turned around, 
and both sat down against the wall and windows in shock and confusion. Pretty soon, the bees started, one by one, coming in through a crack by the window. We went up through the school, looking to hide. I think we were also grabbing the fire extinguishers. As we were doing this, we met two women, also trapped in the school. We then, all four of us, fire extinguishers in hand, started running together through the school, having to drop to the floor a few times, as we fought off these huge wasps, with fire extinguishers. Part 2 Night Time I was in a small town that I didn't recognize. I was with Dane C again. We were trying to get to a school, where apparently some huge concert was happening. As we were running around the town, trying to find this school, we met up with Ted Danson of all people, Danson now, with the grey hair and glasses, also trying to get to the show. He showed us these tickets he had, but they weren't regular concert tickets. He had this handful of tickets that had an artist's name and a track name on each one, kind of like the labels in a jukebox. We then searched around this town for this school that apparently was holding this show. We eventually found it. Out front, there was a small crowd of people, all with these jukebox tickets in hand. It was like whatever artist and their songs were on each jukebox ticket was all that you got to see performed, but you could use as many as you had. We got to the crowd, which also had scalpers walking around, trying to sell tickets, and waiting to get in. Me, Dane, and Ted Danson, who then says, alright, we made it, and gives both Dane and I high fives. Dream ends. Flatline Audio, 138. March 31st, 20 to April 1st, 20 Dream 59 Daytime. I was tubing with my family and some other people down a river. I don't know where we were, but the water was clear. We could see everything below. We went down a rapid part of the water that led to a big open water section. We got off of the tubes and started swimming and walking around at parts in the water. We did this for a while until one of us discovered a big box underneath the water. It was some sort of hidden treasure. After the first one was found, other people in our group started to discover more of these treasure chests underneath the clear water. We were all confused as to what they were, when all of a sudden, another group of people showed up in small boats, and all had guns, claiming that what we had found was theirs. Dream ends. April 1st, 20 to April 2nd, 20 Dream 62 Part Dream. Part 1 Nighttime. I was in the country. It looked like the outskirts of my hometown. I seemed to be on the run from people. I showed up at this house in the country. Jamie H was there. I stopped in after explaining my situation at the front door. I took a shower, changed my clothes, and left again. Before I left, told me that there was a small town a ways down the road, if I needed to pick up anything. I started to walk down this gravel driveway, and up to the road, when I saw a caravan of black SUV vehicles drive past pretty fast. I watched them turn right, onto the road into the town. I then started walking down the road. 
Part 2 Daytime. It was now daytime for some reason, as I approached the edge of the town, where there was a small gas station and convenience store. I stopped in and bought a jug of water and cigarettes. As I walked out, there were two people waiting for me, just past the gas pump. It was two men. I walked up to them with my jug of water in hand, while I lit a cigarette. I said, hey, who are you? Why are you following me? They were both tall, about my age, maybe a little older, one with long brown hair, one with short hair. They responded and said, you don't have any idea who we are, you don't remember us. No. Should I? I said. They responded just by saying, well, that is unfortunate, and they walked away, as I stood confused with my jug of water and smoldering cigarette hanging out of my mouth. www.flatlineaudio138.com Doombap Just, um, but it's easy, you know, just, just 